I said, what you know about it? It's the stool, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stool, baby. And the room a lot. Hello, hello. You're listening to The Stew. My name is Jason Stewart. This is a food podcast. Andre Conaparo, say hello. Hello. We have one guest today, uh, Chris Stewart, your brother. My brother, Chris Stewart, is on the podcast right now, and we are recording live from my house in Los Angeles, California, where a, uh, a wonderful Twitter, Instagram follower, friend of the show, David Power, sent us a box of foods from America's South and Southeast Asia, and right now we're starting off with Chris Stewart eating a bag of freeze-dried durian. Hey this might take me a while. It's um, wild. So freeze-dried durian, you know, not a lot of people like durian. Some people do. Man. We talked about this a little bit on Tall Tales. My old man loves it. We've talked about it on this, too. My yeah, old man is a durian mm-hmm. head. Yeah, because there's a tons of them by, the, by your house, right? Right at the house, yeah. Yep. It's... um. The free dried. So this is okay. This is what I thought it tasted like, and and don't say anything yet. Okay, cool. I thought it tasted tasted like a mixture of amoxicillin, okay, funyuns, oh. and ramen seasoning. We're close. I have hella corn nuts going on right now. <laughs> hella corn right Taken out of no. taken out of corn text. That li- would be a funny. The listeners at home say. don't buy this if you like corn nuts. <laughs> No, no. That is not an endorsement. No, no. Okay, you're right. Okay, okay. Look, when I say hella corn nuts, like way more than you would think a fruit tastes like a corn nut. Hella I got that. hella you know corn nuts. Mm. It doesn't taste fruity at all. No. This is not, I will tell you though, freeze dried, this is it's a million times more vibes. mellow and different than fresh durian. Yeah, it's sure. like chill, like, like toasted to sesame and stuff. Durian, when you eat it, it just tastes like you're smelling someone's foot after the gym. Yeah, That's nasty. how durian tastes like to me. And not a not an attractive person's foot. It tastes like, but some, it's like those Chinatown like baked sweet treats, but they're like they're like weird and savory and this is sweet like, okay. at the same time. They're odd. I don't know. Durian to me is like when you watch Intervention. Oh, God. We're not intervention. The show that like was about people that have bad behavior. That's not like drug oh, like my uh, my secret or whatever. My it is. secret, abs- like to me, the people up. that that do that, like really love durian, are also the people that potentially could just eat bleach secretly. Like they have these yeah, things, yeah, there's, yeah. like a weird taste that they're like <laughs> totally obsessed with. Like, and that's what they eat. It took me three years, but I ate my whole couch. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> All right, this is my quest. I'm going to eat everything with a little... I'm going to eat it by itself and then do a little bit of Bojangles. So you you have a freeze-dried piece of durian fruit and you sprinkled Bojangles French fry seasoning on top. Of, and also, you have so much Bojangles yeah, French fry well, seasoning like, on there. I, it came out hot. I, I even took some off. So I'm See, take some more off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks to the anti-caking agents of Bojangles, that comes out real smooth. Because I think I'm addicted to freeze-dried durians. Now I want another piece, and I just finished my. Oh my god! Foot smell. Yeah, Bojangle is good. Mm -hmm. Y'all are nasty as hell, boy. For um, yeah, so so we we have Bojangles (laughs) French fry seasoning, and uh, I just I just gave a a a jar of that to Anise. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Aziz's brother on, on Tall Tales a few weeks ago, or a few days ago. It's a good episode. And he's from, good episode, check it out, talltalespodcast.com. Um, but Aniz is from South, Cac. South Carolina, so when he saw the Bojangles French fry seasoning, 
It was like... It's, this is crazy. You have to try this combo. All right. Good, dude. It was not wrong. It's good. Freeze-dried... Okay. Salt damn near anything is going to taste good, so it's not... Freeze-dried like, durian with Bojangles seasoning on top. Inside peanut butter, outside jelly. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> it's bizarre, but it's It needed good. the jangle. <laughs> it needed the jangle. I mean... It tastes fucked up. I will yeah, say it's that. Really also, gross. Bojangles <laughs> really good all at the same time. Bojangles' ja- uh, graphic design is hella like '90s Newport Beach. It could easily be mm-hmm. like somebody's startup T-shirt brand. Also, could be the <laughs> napkin at a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> or it could just be a strip club. Yeah. Could just be a, a strip, strip club. Yeah. For um, sure. Putting. F- I mean, <laughs> what is the difference between Lowry's French fry seasoning and Bojangles' French fry well, seasoning? Right off the bat. I could be wrong. I'm going to go in with pr- nothing. No, I'm, no, no, no. no. I'm pretty sure Lowry's has no MSG. Oh. I'll, I'll Google it right now, but I'm pretty sure that's one thing that Lowry's does not mm. have, which is the third ingredient on Bojangles' fried sauce. So down in down in, in Bojangle country, MSG is A-OK. It's A-OK in Andre Canaparo country, not to use the Salt, third sugar, person. Spice I'm totally OK with MSG yeah. once in a while, but yeah, it's just a heavy soda. Yeah, I follow Lucky Peach. I'm, I love MSG. Well, some people, yeah. totally fine. I think some people are legit allergic to it. Like, my old man gets headaches. They get the... the oh, really? We yeah, get, he, he gets flush in the cheeks, too. People he's a get, pussy. It like, it's a, yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm washing all this down. So wait, just, slow down, slow down. No, we have to work to. our way through all of these I, items. I, I'm, I'm currently drinking it right now. OK, so it next... Contains no MSG. Okay. Lowry seasoned salt contains no MSG. So Lowry's step your step your game up to a Bojangle level. Throw a little MSG. It's from the earth. Well, look if you're gonna like. Okay, so what are you gonna use Lowry seasoned salt? I mean, sometimes you can use it in rubs, but to me, it's like it's just such an intense overall everything, and it's so yeah. salty. It's like you just I don't I don't really fuck with it like that. But I, if you're it, gonna put it on like French fries or tater tots or like that kind of classic I, like trash I, food. What about a curly fry? Sure, I like a curly fry. <laughs> okay, what about you. an onion ring? Waffle 100%. fry? Uh, onion ring? Definitely. Onion yes. ring? That's and fucking toss crazy. it in a bowl. And a yeah. steak fry. But it's like, yeah, use MSG on a fry because you shouldn't be eating it all the time. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, go wild. Build the lily. Dip it in mayonnaise. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. But just don't do that every day at lunch. For our listeners at home who don't like bad words, sorry, we've said kind of a lot already. We're a little pumped on Did this bag one? of goodies we got. For and I, and for once, it wasn't my brother yeah. saying all these. I was like, I didn't say this. Is I'm just so excited to try oh, all this food. I feel good. Is it's that like how Christmas. bad? That's how much you say bad words. Yeah. Is yeah. I talked about Andre and I saying bad words a lot, and then you're like. Your first instinct was to assume that it was you who had done wrong. Uh-huh. I, I well, was really you just said, like, what did you I said say? But you said an what? F word, and then I think that triggered me to say the I F did? word. No, oh. Jason. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> me? <laughs> mm. Oh, so. I'm, I'm, All right, so next up in line, um, in this gift package that we got from, from our man David Powers. Only because I was, I was conversing with him via Twitter last night, and I, uh, he kind of tied in some together this is a, a late, night, late night dm well later for him i think he's on the east coast uh oh. or out of the country actually oh, I'm not sure maybe it was late for you whereabouts right? unknown it was like six um it's 100 percent natural because just to tie it together because last week's pod we we're talking about tea baby so golden oolong tea mm-hmm. and he is uh he is a shareholder he has a stake in this company whoa so it's pretty cool skin and it's the really oolong. good what? super clean yeah yeah that's why I thought we, I should bring it up before we get sidetracked and lost Damn, sure. let's, and let's lose our head off. Yeah, no wonder he can afford this. to send us over these know. spoils from Southeast Asia. He's he's it's got cute a, packaging. It has a very very cute. I like packaging. the monkey. Monchichi. I'm a fan. 
I like the monkey. Tasty and healthy. So oolong. What in Costa Rica? They're called monos. Yeah. What's up with <laughs> oolong being golden? How does that work? I don't know. Do you, you see Jill here at the table, yeah, bud? Bro. I don't know. Let's. Oh, real Google quick. It. Let's do a sidebar. Stewie, what did you think about last week's episode with Andre's mom? It was delightful. She's <laughs> so fun. Yeah, she's great. I've been eating better since then. And I don't even eat that poorly. I found but myself eating, eating better. better as well. I've really been eating better. I listened to it with Camille on, the, uh, on a long Oh, she drive. heard it too? Yeah, That's she cute. loved it. Yeah, it was really good. My lady listens to the pod. What up, girl? What up, Camille? What up, Welcome girl? Welcome home from a long trip in France. France. I want to hear my man talk <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> oh, she loves it. <laughs> oh. No, she hates me. I was, I was surprised. Your girlfriend <laughs> fully hates does. me. Now she does. I think I was just surprised that my mom, like, and I said it on the pod, so this is a small repeat, but she was just so articulate. Yeah, no ums or butts or dead air, and she just fired. She was that, fired. Uh, that media but training I'm, paid off. It sounded very NPR. Is, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm biased because I love her so much, and she's the best mom. But I was very impressed. How does it like, feel to know that in your family, immediate family of three, you you thought that you were the best one on a podcast? Wrong. She I comes was through. Wrong. I, I very confident it won't be my dad. <laughs> I, yeah. Who but, knows? But now at yeah. this point, who knows? But your mom comes in and she's like. I heard your little podcast. It's cute, but uh, watch me come through. And, watch <laughs> and the best part was, so we asked her to do it like the day before, and she's like, mm-mm. And then all day that day, we're like, she's like, mm-mm. And then Jason just set up a third mic in the house where she was staying with me and was like, all right, do it. And she's like, we're about to podcast it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I think it was nice to have was a like little, a mom, little mom time on the pod. Yeah. And we balance it out with using bad language today. There you go. Hi, mommy. Hi, mommy. <laughs> so we've got Bojangies. All right, what's durian. next on our uh, on our list of strange do this, items? Do this All right. one, because I want to eat it. You want to read it, Jason? Okay, this is... It sounds great. This, this is, one looks this legit. This is the one I'm the, the highest on. Me too, same, the for brand, sure. These are Coke Plus Cashew Nuts Thai Tom Yum style. And even the photo on the bag makes them look super good. So the photo good. on the bag is a bunch of dark cashews that That's have great. herbs and spices and chilies all so over I it. I haven't looked, but I'm assuming it's going to be like kefir lime, galangal, lemongrass. Those are, that's, the mm-hmm. tom, that's the traditional tom yum flavoring. Yep. Cashew nut, sugar, salt, tom yum flavor, lemongrass, kefir lime, shallot. Ooh. MSG. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, Anti-caking agent, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, it's uh, lemongrass, kefir lime, and MSG. And there's bird's eye chilies on the front of the pack. We open oh, one for, to go. We open crazy. a cupie for dipping oh, everything in? No. Hell no. I went to the gym. <laughs> no, we need to save that no. mayonnaise, baby. Save that mayonnaise. It's just so cute. This is the cutest. We're going to try it. It's just you know what this reminds cupies. me of? Our mini Tabasco bottles like you sure. get at a hotel oh, room yeah. service yeah. like that's mm-hmm. how cute this little cupie mail we're jumping ahead you guys okay, okay well, we're not gonna eat Sorry. the cupie so we're just kind of sprinkling it. on it oh andre you're gonna love these wow visually you just see the you can see the shards of lemongrass like uh, caked to the cashew hands down one of the best nuts i've ever eaten in my life delicious Damn. oh my Whoa, god shit, that's good sorry cuz oh no i did it these are incredible mama mia mm. whoa I'd like them spicier, but that's not the point of Tom Yum. No, because then you'll just keep eating and eating and eating. Mmm. Okay, mm. so good. All right, here we go. Delicious. 
No. So we have Dude. cashew nuts that are covered in MSG, oh and you just I'm poured really Bojangles French fry seasoning all over these. Yeah, why don't you just dip into the Bojangles jar mistake. instead of pouring? <laughs> We've seen that you are not good at that. I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a bad mistake. <laughs> Did a bad, bad thing. Um, MSG was a bad choice. <laughs> mm. God dang. <laughs> of course it tastes better, right? Yeah, of course. It actually kind of does. It's really weird. Uh, <laughs> it's freaking me out because I did dip a cashew into it. And, it was just, and I ate it and I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to keep that to myself. But Use the residue. I'll uh, run head. it through the garden, which means the, uh, the sweaty palm of your hand yep. that is activating the My MSG hand. from Let's the French fry seasoning. Mm-hmm. I ran a... Do this next. Do this ran next. a nut through it. Whoa! And yeah... It tastes better. The Golongol is amazing. It's so we good, just right? uh, we just mm-hmm. left the gym, and as oh, soon sorry, as we finish this podcast, we are going right I back. I gotta go back to the gym because now. we're dipping uh, salt and mayonnaise as a snack. Is what we're figuring out. Yep, I'm down. We haven't even gotten to the Tam Tam, the Tim Tams. <laughs> we yet. have two different types of mayonnaise here. Now we have some um, Thai spicy mixed nuts, very similar to the other one, but this one has this one has like freeze dried. The green peas? peas in them. Yeah, I love freeze-dried green peas. Yeah? I get super excited when I see that in a bar mix. Dang, man. Mm. I feel like um, I just have to act the to first follow, one's bro. better. Tough act to follow. has more of a, more of a zingy flavor. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind taking that mixture, hitting it in like a food processor into like a fine pow-pow, and then just covering that on some maybe a dandan noodle. Do you one of these? Sesame stick? No. Could be sesame stick. It looks almost like an anchovy. That's or, what I think it is. Mushroom. I think it's a fish, and I'm yeah. scared. It's it is an, an it's an anchovy. It's a freeze-dried anchovy. Freeze-dried anchovy covered in sesame seeds and seasoning. Is it super gnarly? Man, Asian people are crazy! It's not, it's not super strong. It's, you can tell that it's an anchovy. Go need some water. I don't, I, that's going to need some Bojangle on he it. He needs some milk! What uh, you need to do is put oh. a little Bojangle on it. Oh, my God. Why would you say it's not gnarly? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> this is great. You know, it's so weird. Like, but everything else in the bag is absolutely delicious. We need but, to eat it all oh, in one bite. Where you I get, need another one. You got to, like, yeah. take a... Like a yeah, you, kinda have, you, you can't gotta, just have one squirt of mustard. Straight up uh, anchove. You got to have a nut and a pea. You know, it's, I, I hear all these people talking about, like, making a classic, like, a sardine toast or something like that is a really good snack, like, avocado toast with a little, like, fresh sardine on there, and people seem to love it, you know, a little lemon zest or, like, a little parsley salad or something like that, and I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to just eat, no. eat that. It's still a chore for me. I enjoy it in a salad and things like that, but I like it finely diced. Yeah. Big slivers. Where is that? What is that? They got to be really fresh. If they're really, really, really fresh, it's great. Sorry, I was in the room trying not to vomit. I was just talking about how people like eating like canned sardines. And sardine toast and stuff. But I've never really, I've never truly been able, like I'll eat it. I had a teacher, I think in the... do a slam on the table while we're recording, please. Sorry. Like, uh, I think my teacher in third or fourth grade, he ate that every day for lunch. He would have a can of sardines and a pack of Ritz crackers. Yeah, marine? that's like, like a every, common. Like that's like a day. very common yeah. snack of yore. Yeah, I'm not saying you're old, but you know, back in the day. Oh, so you know what would be fun for this because you can't really tell 
Unless it's like the pea shape. Like you can't tell some of the nuts, like the cashews and the sardines from the peanuts. Mm. There's peanuts if, if you just had to like just roulette it, like everybody has to grab one, eyes closed, and just start chewing, and you have to swallow whatever you get. Mm. It, that's called like a that's like a fish roulette, I guess. Yeah. A Thai food, a Thai, a Thai snack food it's roulette. A, it's, it's, a, it's a real press your luck. Mm. The uh, the nut to fish ratio. And That's first one so to projectile vomit loses. All right, um, next one up we have. Ooh, Chow Chow. Okay. Well, Chow Chow. Um, who knows what Chow Chow is? I think I do, but I'm not exactly accurate. I it's think just, it's cabbage. Yeah, it's just a good and sugar and vinegar. Yeah, it's just a little side with dish like, you have with, on a with barbecue. And it's, spi- it's spicy. There's like chilies in Cabbage, it. Cabbage, onion, vinegar, sugar, salt, and chilies it's is like basically a, what like it is. It's like an escabash or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You cook it down, yeah, but, it's, but it's from the south. Quiet. Uh-huh. Silence. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Oh, thud. Woo! That was Jason opening the jar. I mean, it smells... Yeah, it's very, it's very escabashy. I think I'm just going to have a single leaf of kale for dinner tonight. Okay, I ate it. Mm, it tastes pretty good. It's, it's almost like relish mixed with uh, sauerkraut. I've bought chow chow at like food stands in Maine. You know, like That's that great. kind of vibe. I think Maine the I think the main yeah, yeah. signifying difference between the chow chow and something else is that it's really sweet. It yes, also, it's very very sweet. Just like everything in the South. Right. Hence the type two diabetes and rampant obesity. You know what? Sweet tea. Shots fired. There's a lot. No, there's a you, lot of southern. List. If you just took sweet tea out of the mix, they would be it's so t- much healthier. Dude, my uh, uncle Mark loves sweet tea. I, I had had. Like, All right, I've, Stewie, you have to put Chow Chow with Bojangles. <laughs> my, my, you know what's happening right now is that my, my the muscles in my jaw are starting to get tight because of all the. Oh, that's that good I'm MSG, ingested. baby. Yeah. Chow that's that good MSG. The Chow Chow is really good. Chow Chow is good. What do you? Let's what would you want to eat that Chow Chow on? Like a, I would. I wouldn't mind it on a hot dog. I say for sure on a hot dog. Super the first hot thing dog I thought of in a Sammy. Oh yeah, like mixed in with rice. Mix it in with rice, huh? Mm-hmm. I think it's sweet <laughs> and it's spicy <laughs> and it's fermented. It tastes like a little bit. Get it? Like damn it. Good thing you put that next to some barbecue chicken or some like. Really some, don't want to put Bojangles French fry seasoning on. Or some brisket. Yeah. Cabbage. Just, brisket. Like, that's a really good thing to cut fat with. But here we so. are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like a white bread sandwich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great episode. Oh. This episode brought to you by Sodium. Can't oh, have God. enough. Oh. I'm, I can't wait to schwitz today. Can't wait to have a beer. Woo. Good Lord. That too. I would like to do both of those. Mm-hmm. Everybody shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Can we just go Tim Tam now? We have some salt in our life, some sugar. Yeah, life. let's go to Tim Tam. I think we need to switch gears. Yeah, because I'm not going to just eat straight raw mayonnaise. I think we're out of stuff that we can just eat now. <laughs> like, there's Thank coffee, God. and there's Duke's mayonnaise. Um, I'm finna eat them grits, though. And there's grizzazits. Still. Okay, the sign on, on, there's a little, like a little ribbon banner thing on here. It says, still 18 ounces. Still 18 ounces after all these years. Even with Obama in office, yeah. we still got our 18 ounces. I'm still ounces. standing. I'm still strong. That's, that's sort of like the, uh, the Confederate flag of, uh, of mayonnaise taglines. Who wants yeah. to split one of these with me? I'll split one with you, sweetheart. <laughs> all right, a Tim Tam. It's uh, popular in Australia. This is from Australia. It is. Is it? Is it? I don't know yes. anything about it's this. It's sort of like the Australian Kit Kat, but it's very, very, very popular. Like Everyone knows it and loves it. 
I prefer a Tim Tam in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a Thin Mint. Yeah. And don't like it at all. This is you don't, no you don't like a Tim Tam? It just tastes like chemicals that t- are supposed to taste like chocolate. Also, this Tim Tam has weathered through the storm. Sure. And it's like all, it's, you can tell that it's been melted and cooled off like a sure. few times. Agreed. Let's, but let's, I, I want to back up a minute and I don't want to come across ungrateful for getting to try these great treats. So. Well, it's too fucking late. Okay. But, but for me, it. it's just like, I, I don't, I, can, I don't like the, like the fake. Oh, chemical, Stewie. Like, Wait, let oh, me take a picture of this don't, don't finish your, yeah. yeah you, put, it, put it, put it right here. I need to get a good lighting. Me. Okay, so oh, and also okay. Tim, yeah, yeah. Tim Tam is a beloved treat that is that is infamously known for the Tim Tam Slam. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> Often in in British cultures or other in British colonies, they'll they'll have an afternoon tea with a biscuit or something like that, mm-hmm. a, a, a sweet cookie. I was thinking this would, I mean, like it would be probably better with tea or ch- coffee. Okay, both so, angles. You've done it again. <laughs> So you put Bojangles on a Tim Tam. That's so good! <laughs> we put a healthy amount on this time, too. Oh, God. We had to go out on a bang. I'm done. That's it. Uh, I like that last week it was your mom just like, you know, I eat shard as a medicine more than anything. <laughs> and with that, it just makes me feel so wonderful. And I just like to steam a little bit of it. And I don't even need, you know... <laughs> It's cured everything that's ailed me. And she's right. Smash cut to a week later. We're putting French fry seasoning on a chocolate bar. <laughs> God damn it. It's good, it's right? Good. It makes it it's better. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's not even good. It makes it better. <laughs> it really does. It's <laughs> fucked up. Also, this is, a, this is another strange thing in this episode. Oh, yeah, go on. For our listeners at home, a peek behind the curtain. We usually record this episode, this show, at Andre's house. Yeah. Usually in the evening time, I'll, we'll go over, record a pod, have dinner, have some wine. So we're mm-hmm. usually kind of drinking yeah, through it. Lately, yep. we sure have been, yeah. We're not, we're not blasted, but we'll have a couple glasses of wine while we're sure. recording the show. And, we, and sometimes the alcohol will make us get a little silly, fast and loose, giggly. We recorded this at 1 p.m., on a Wednesday, yeah, not, not a drop of alcohol or drugs in us, and we are we are high. Yeah. It's look, it's all these treats. I came in and I forgot that. that this came, but you because you but I feel it a while I ago. feel drunk off of yeah. what we've been doing. It's the jangles. Blame it on the jangles. But also, you and I came straight here from the gym, so yeah. we got that good vibes going. I don't feel well. I've been uh, guzzling night, uh, Dayquil. That could be a factor. Everything is firing all cylinders. It's been rainy for two days. The sun is out. It's a beautiful blue sky. Sure. It's all working towards a giggly, goofy afternoon. No, no, I'm not out. complaining. Me likey. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's going to rain tonight, though. Is it? Is that the thing? Yeah. That's One moment. Is it supposed to rain tomorrow? I think, t- I think tonight and tomorrow morning will be the last of it. And then after, like starting Friday, it'll be like back to sunshine. Because I'm supposed to smokehouse tomorrow night. And I do not want to get rained out because we will not smoke house if we can't be on the patio. Burbank. Yeah. It's it's very possible your ass is going to be rained Ooh. out. <laughs> all right, we have Yuzana now. That's so cool how it comes with. I mean, is that all you need for the tea leaf salad no. on the basics? I'll because read, it's like because it, it come with it came with all the crispies. These are just aspects. <clears throat> so so all right so 
Below is how to make the pickled tea leaf salad I sent. The proportions given are for one package, so um, okay. increase accordingly. Mm-hmm. Handful of finely sliced cabbage. One Roma tomato, thinly sliced, top to bottom, and then in half so it looks like a half moon, mm-hmm. which was what we saw on this video. I'll maybe post a link. It was pretty cool. One large shallot, or more depending on taste. Sliced garlic to taste. Bird's eye chilies to taste. The juice of half a lime. Combine the above in a mixing bowl and add salt to taste. Add the pickled tea leaves, making sure they are evenly distributed. Just before serving, add the nuts and combine so they're still crunchy. Because it comes with a bag of tea leaves. They're, I don't know, what do you think that looks like? How do you even describe that? Yeah, I mean, it looks kind of like, yeah, it looks like if you... Kind of how you would expect fermented tea leaves to look. It's green and... It looks and, like a salsa and, verde that's been left out overnight. Yeah, like, almost like a... Like Where it's like, it used to be green, but now it's kind of like brown, but it doesn't... It does, it does not look unappetizing to me at all. Like lime... Some people might disagree. Kind of like lime pickle like, at oh, any cool, restaurant? I'll eat a that. little bit. And then another packet has these... Like fried, it looks like uh, the, rice puffs, the chickpea and peanuts, and yeah, yeah those are whole, chickpea whole flowers turned yep, into yep. A little puffy balls, and they're so good. Well, look, that's the amazing thing. Like you see a lot of this in this bag that I'm holding, the little puffies and Indian food. Yeah, and that's why Burmese food to me, the first time I had it was in San Francisco at Burmese Superstar. All um, praise God to Burmese Superstar or, Bu- or Burma Superstar, Burma, Bur- yeah. Burma, yeah, Burma, and. Mm-hmm. What blew me away was I had never had something that was so familiar and so unique at the same time. Because you get these influences of Thai and Vietnam and India because of where the location is. So it's like you get so much stuff where you're like, oh, I've seen that in other places, but not in this context. And it's completely changed by the combination of all these things. And I was was really, really blown away the first time I had Burmese food. Granted, granted, everyone tells me that where I had it is one of the best in the country, too. So it was just a great food. Same period exact there. thing happened to me when <laughs> I went to Burma Superstar. It's, I was just like, "What? I, I recognize every flavor like individually, it's but so together, f- this is a unique dish, yeah. and it's incredible. It's really focused and intense. Flavors are is bold. The cumin lamb is just insane but, um, there, and yeah. it's completely different than like a normal Szechuan cumin lamb, but it's just as good. Really it's good like, service too. Oh, super good service. Ice love cold that beers. Place. It's always cracking, but it's a good vibe. Yeah, Everyone's you, happy. Like it's kinda, one of those, you just got to assume there's going to be a little bit of weight. What's kind of nice about that place is that you go inside and the lights are up and it's bright and you can see everything because it's so colorful. And I realized when I, going out to eat I can't. I don't here, remember. I need a lot to go times, back. I haven't in, been in, in years. Similar in to a Night Market song, eh? Yeah, I love it, man. Right, I, yeah. I, I'm getting kind of burnt out on, on dark restaurants, especially working in one. Yeah, no more polishing than floors. Yeah, come in for. I'm sorry. Let's, let's get stuff hard. Come in for Bright for colors. lunch at, at some of these restaurants, and you're blown away at how pretty your favorite dish is right. in the light of day. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Hmm, something to think about, it's isn't true. it? It's true. It's. I get to see it coming from the kitchen to the front, and it's just like not even close. <laughs> it just all looks gray or all looks brown. It just like it's like one note. It's isn't like, blindfolded dining a thing though too? Yeah, huh. where it's like you eat, and they want it, They want you to be stripped of certain senses. One of them being like, visual. yeah. There's a restaurant in London where is that what it is? where it's pitch black, and yeah. all the servers are blind, so they know how to cruise around. And then you get to what sensory deprivation eating, so you get to enjoy the smell and flavor of it more. Right. Sounds. Is there no talking? Probably no talking, right? Because all you would hear is, this is crazy. I don't know. I'm what new- are we doing? <laughs> That's all you would hear like from every table all night long. I can't believe we paid money for this. 
Doesn't sound fun at How all. How much is this costing, Richard? But mu- much like um, much like when I get a Uber or Lyft driver that's deaf, I say, great that it's giving a nice job, living wage to somebody with a disability. Sure. All these, you know, the wait staff of twenty blind people. That's true. They got a damn job. When's the last time a blind person got tips? Unless it was just like a, a quarter in a bucket, you know. Right, no, I would say you'd probably be hard up trying to get a waiting job in Los Angeles and being at, a, at blind? a nice restaurant if you were blind. Yeah, you would it be. It would be <laughs> impossible, Stewie. I mean, yeah. Uh, obviously, we're, we're sort of giggling about it, but. No, I don't know how. Nothing it makes me sadder than watching somebody just walking down the street with the, with the blind stick on the yeah. sidewalk, just. Yeah. Just cruising around. I, it would make me less sad to see a dead body on the sidewalk <laughs> than a blind person going through life. I mean, wow. blind people can't do a whole lot of stuff, but they can do a lot of stuff. I mean, it's just the restaurants are just one thing on the list. I don't think I've seen a blind person hit a home run. So, you know. Oh, okay. Now it's just getting mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, It's just like, why has it got to be restaurants, though, Doc? For the listeners at home, I have not said a single word since we started this conversation topic. Yeah. Oh, and also... Blind people fuck with podcasts, so we are screwed. <laughs> it's kind go. of the one thing they got, really. Uh, Shout tea, us to all, tea leaf salad. If we have no. any blind listeners, honestly, send us a send us a, a message. Send us an email. We'd like to hear uh, how you work in the food yeah. world, how it is in the kitchen, being a blind person, because I'm fascinated endlessly by it. For sure, I don't know. Deaf people, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> So I just had the, the, the Thai spicy mixed nut. <laughs> when you get that that damn Don't talk about the, the don't talk about the nuts. We're moving on. Deaf people can't hear us. We're good. Um so uh Okay, that was again <laughs> For the listeners at home, Andre Conaparo still hasn't chimed <laughs> in true. in the last I'll ten just minutes. Say facts here. Uh but the, the, hey, we're just reading what you wrote, Andre. The, <laughs> don't kill the messenger. The anchovy, it was just like it, I got I like an aftertaste. About, I don't want to talk dude, about. I don't want to talk so about gnarly. the anchovy. It was like it's, creeping in the back of my mouth. I found it. No, like, I almost uh, threw up. A little bit of it came back, and was, I had to immediately. That find was not a like a. That was not a comical spit take. I definitely had like a gag of like, oh, this got it. I hope this stays down. You almost barfed. So Thai tum yum. Thank you for saving me from that. Oh, and yeah. also, when you're when you're eating a freeze dried anchovy. And it's in a shelf stable package. I think it means that, or how is it? It's just de- dried. Yeah, no, not dried. It looks whatever. dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yeah. So that means that's that that little anchovy. It could have been five years old. Yeah, easy. <laughs> there's um. So there's this market that's actually a really, ten years old. A really cool kind of bodega market. It's in inside Monterey. of your body now. And it's next to this place called the International School, where they like where they send government agents to learn how to speak other languages. Like it's one of the best language institutes in the country. Okay, the Monterey Institute of Language Studies, I think, MIS or something. But so there's always international people all the time in this small town, which Monterey is. What do you mean international people? People not from the United States. Interesting. So very interesting. Don't you bait me into this. Hot take, Andre, but I'll let you finish your story. So this cool market um, has one of the most incredible international snack collections I've ever seen. Oh, sick. Like every kind of like Japanese, Korean, Indian, British, like everything. So they're nothing but snackers to you? Well, god damn it. (laughs) 
never gonna finish this story. You don't story. think they would ever have like just a, a full meal, just snacks only? Huh? Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> So picture the market where it's like they make turkey sandwiches, they have beer, wine, and booze, and like your normal shelf stuff like crackers and soda, and then this incredible snack selection where you're like, oh my god, this is like every like wild treat that's just in a random ass grocery store. But there's this one package that I'm obsessed with. And it's like, if you've ever seen, like, a hermit crab, we got a delivery from FedEx. Oh. Um, I'll hit pause. FedEx guy came. It was makeup for my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> now we're back to hermit crabs. So the snack that, if, if you imagine, like, just a tiny, like, quarter-sized little hermit crab that you would see as a kid, like, in the pool, like, little wading little pools or the tide pools on, like, mm-hmm. field trips, right, when you're a kid. It's a bag of just those freeze-dried, mm-hmm. and it's the most intimidating, gnarly-looking bag of snacks you've ever seen. It's like a hundred hermit crabs with legs and claws what are they, on. Those crabs have a different name. With the shell on them? Oh, whole thing. The whole shell. Nothing has been done to them, except they just, just, like they just got trapped in a bag. Well, that's pretty different. Yeah, those are... Um, this is the sound of all of us looking what at What are those, fiddler crabs? Uh, are they that small? I think it's fiddler crab. Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, so the story goes, on top of it, we, so my girlfriend at the time and I were obsessed with them, and we both don't like really fishy stuff. But her friend Amber is, obs- like, Amber's the one, okay, she'll eat anchovies out of a jar. Like, mm-hmm. like, just, like the tins, not the nice, like, Italian ones, but, like, mm-hmm. she'll just eat the gnarliest, fishiest stuff, and she loves it. Is she ever it. homeless? I don't know. I doubt <laughs> it. So this is what the snack bag looks like. Yay! How gnarly is that? Yeah, those are. Yeah, you, I yeah. think you're right. They're like fiddler crabs. Yeah, those are fiddler crabs. And, and she, people eat those a lot. So we got them for her. This is someone who just raw dog sardines like mm-hmm. for dessert, and she took a bite of half one. And was like, nope, really can't do it. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, different strokes, huh? Did oh. she bojangle it? No, she didn't. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, how Ooh. do you? But that's weird. But. Like another uh, crustacean, like the 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 whole deep fried shrimp head. Yeah, it's the best. Shell, so good. shell, eyeball, antenna, brain. I'm in. I mean, look, all of that. I will munch that down. But all of us, all of us, when that happens, are seeing at the table who may not eat their shrimp head, and you're just like, yeah, no kidding. Are you mm-hmm. gonna eat that? Are you gonna eat that? That's so delicious. But I'm sure if it, but like dried in a bag, it probably has like a a messed up smell going on. And also, we're only having like no, sushi no. grade shrimp. That has to be fresh out of the tempura fryer. Mm-hmm. Like, no way am I eating that in a bag. Right, right, no right. way. Uh, no. But Are, also, like the dried shrimp chips or shrimp crackers, I will eat those. Yeah, but those aren't so bad. But that's like uh, my understanding of those, and I like those a lot actually. Um, they're just like corn. They're corn Cheetos. With like a little bit of shrimp salt MSG seasoning, mm-hmm. and so you get like a little hint of seafood, but it's also just like a corn chip. It's not yeah. like huh. yeah. there's not freeze dried like whole shrimp bits in there, which I would not be into. Mm-hmm. And that would be not not for me. True that. <clears throat> Where do we go from here? God, that was so much fun. Woo! Well, so we got two types of mayonnaise: Cupy, which we all love. Um, so we know what it tastes mayonnaise. like, but the sh- the packaging is incredible. It's like a little ketchup packet. Yeah, he sent little mini ketchup so packets. So cute. So that's the that's like Travel. how uh, Beyonce has hot sauce in yeah. her bag. This is like if you're like an obese Japanese person, you have these mayonnaise oh, packets no. in your bag. Oh no! 
What? Don't look at the nutritional information of QP mayonnaise, please. They're very old? Oh, it's fine, sweetie. <laughs> Maybe that's why um, oh, February I've been 20th, projectile vomiting all week. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a healthy past expiration date. And it a, is egg yolks. We're pushing a year. Yeah. Um. So, somebody sent us expired mayonnaise. Let's flip What's a up, DP? Okay, so how do you do? Let's do. Um, uh, also, full disclosure: I have already consumed this mayonnaise. Yeah, you from, have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. So I was going to say we should do short straws to see who tries it. It tasted fine. Sure. It's okay. Fine. And the, as fine. they, as many people say, the expiration date is merely a suggestion. I mean, for I, its optimal quality. I'm with you on One that for sure, with pocket, the exception currently. of things that like have raw egg yolks in them or yeah. like meat products. I'm usually like, like a, a like a five days past like when chicken's supposed to be good. Totally okay. I'm not scared of that. But if it's like a chili that has like two years past the date and it's not an apocalypse and I'm not being hunted by zombies and food is scarce, yeah. just not gonna ride that wave. I'm gonna let the chili go. Yeah. Are you wait? Are you being serious? Yeah. Like if I find a, ba- a th- so like a, a chili, no problem. Five day old chicken, no problem. No, 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 chili like problem. Sit- not like chicken sitting out, but it's like <clears throat> must sell by date. And it's five days past yeah, that. I'll nobody gets salmonella chi- from a chili, and the chicken smells fine. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll mess with well, that. I wonder. I just, I just wonder chicken how- is like the number one thing. Like, I also go by smell with stuff too. Where it's like, if it's been five days and it smells just like regular raw chicken, I'm like, this is totally fine. And there's been times where I've had pork that was like a few days past, like yeah. sell by date. I'm just like, there's a, something a little funky about this little butter. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna cook it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let How it much go. about the can? Like what? So it's not just the chili, but it's just like that time inside of the sealant and whatever yeah, the hell's yeah, going yeah. on. Like Leaching, all that all the metals together. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the stuff that also gives me the willies. <laughs> you get the chili willies. Get the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awful. Um, but this Duke's mayonnaise, and I love mayonnaise. I've never tried. I'm very excited. I hope it's very Let's similar. Check the date to on this whole, one too. To Best Foods, which is the only mayonnaise I eat besides Kewpie. That's Come it. On. Just is amazing. Just mayo. Big shouts. Very mm-hmm. good. This mayo's okay. It's just no best foods. To it's, me, it's personal good. taste, there's nothing better than best foods. Fave. Just is I disagree with that. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a QP, then I, I like. I love the flavor of just mayo. But, I'll, but also, you know, Hellman's is great. Hellman's and Duke's is great. Like, yeah, no, but I'm excited to try Duke's. Um, do you remember, oh God, what was his name? John Reginace? Darling, and they changed his name or something, who I used to live with? He had a friend who never ate anything without Heinz ketchup. Like, oh. like anything you could imagine. Like peanut, oh, butter, and ketchup peanut butter and jelly. Like, doesn't ma- like always had Heinz ketchup with everything he ate. Really? Very bizarre. And one day his mom got like, whatever. What's a different kind of ketchup? Oh. Uh, uh, oh like whatever. Anything. Yeah. Vaughn's brand. Vaughn's brand. So you got Vaughn's ketchup. Got generic. Got the generic Mom, label ketchup. Heinz 57. And he lost his shit. And like threw it across the room and was like, "What is this abortion?" <laughs> <laughs> like he like he just knew it wasn't Heinz instantly and refused to eat it. Like was that's he, how specific the addiction to Heinz ketchup was. Was it wasn't his just friend ketchup. seven years old? Probably. Uh, I mean, because this sounds like a seven year old. I mean, if he wasn't, he is. Mm. <laughs> is the point to this story? Sure, sure, sure. What's the other big brand of ketchup? It's like Mott's, not Mott's. Yeah, that's one. I think Mott's is one. That sounds right. But there's another. Yeah, there. What's there's. There's a few in big. The big one. Big My mom ketchup. would always get the organic ones from Whole Foods or the mm-hmm. health food store, and I was like, "No, I'm good." No, no, no. 
Yeah, it was always a little too dark. I always oh, had yeah. a wateriness. Dark, dark is such a description. Like such like yeah, it was always like this is not fake like red number f- dye number five. Like why mm. does this look like normal tomatoes when they're cooked? Why is this ketchup the color oh, yeah, of a Hunts. tomato? Hunts. Hunts, and Hunts and Del Monte. Hunts is definitely and the French makes one. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Amy's organic. No, that's the one. Annie's yeah. organic uh-huh. and it's yeah. worse. The Muir Glen one's not bad. No. The hippie one. It's not no, bad. I'm not. Muir Glen mm-hmm. ketchup? Yeah. We, we used to sell it at, at uh, Mother's. It's, hell no. Oh, hell it's no. Good. Boy, I'll tell you. If you good. don't get out of here with that mess. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I never understood all the, the subtle intricacies between mayonnaise and how passionate people would get about their brand. I'm I'm kind of just like... All mayonnaise is pretty freaking similar. That and I, tastes pretty good. All I will there. say, like, okay, so I definitely like best foods, but I like all mayonnaise. But I know I notice when it's not best foods, but not to the point of not eating it. Where I'm just like, sure. oh, like, oh, it's not best. Food. All mayonnaise it's matters. Fine. But I will say, like, off-brand ketchup is way worse. Way worse than off-brand. Not even close. Mayonnaise. I agree. True. To me, even the big difference is packet versus bottle. Really? Yeah, it's I've never way noticed way that. Better. Oh, dude, it's weird. Better, like, in, better a in a bottle? packet? Bottle. Bottle, yeah, sure. But I've never noticed that much of a difference. But Enough yeah, bottle's like, better. Ugh. Yeah, we're, Is that, we're, that's kind of similar. Lords, we're like, we should pump it out of it and put it into little like plastic containers f- fresh versus the packet because it's it's a better experience because, A, you can dip it. Yeah, it's such a better B, dipper. And B, it's like it tastes so much better. It was weird. But it, but did you do that or is it expensive? No, it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. Labor. Yeah. It's, I cost again. No, 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 for sure. I get uh, it. Labor. Not I mean, unlike the... Uh, and co- storage, dude. It takes up a lot of like, space to have a bunch of like stacks of But couldn't you put that out? Thingies. That's a nightmare. Yeah? Why? Yeah. It's just because you worry about people messing it up. Yeah, well, cause we're, it's just like it's just a not a lot of space. Anything outside of the glass box is hard to upkeep. No, yeah. no, no, this we're makes not, sense. We're not in and out of there. But. This makes sense. I love a nice pump ketchup though. That's when it's great. Just all up to me at <laughs> the ball game. <laughs> at the ball game. That's great. When uh, when the man puts the ketchup in your power and control, you know what's also it's all about me. Why maybe. I don't see it in more often. Why I don't see it more often in places because I think it's such an intense hot flex. Is what's at, the hot flex? Um, is at what's that place that Joey and you and I used to go to in Burbank before the movies, the burger place, where it's like you can get any size burger you want up to like eight pounds. Oh. What was that place called? Fuddruckers? Fuddruckers. Like One great name for a burger <laughs> place that you can get a five-pound burger at. But they just have the nacho cheese dispenser out. Hey, that can't be Just be nice. Just That's hit it as hard as you want. This is for you guys. You don't have to sign a contract when you walk in there? A release? That's doesn't crazy. cost any extra money. You just, you're just cheese frying it. Your cheese onion ringing it, your cheese burgering it. I mean, just whatever you want. Did you guys have girlfriends at this time? Drunk with power. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. It was dark. Did, but wasn't working out. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't going well at we all. We kept ended ironically after a visit to Fuddruckers. I don't know why. <laughs> Look, I'm willing to overlook a lot of shit. The Fuddruckers, I cannot. No, and... Like and not even like at Seven Eleven where they like stare at you if you mess with it like too much. It was just out in the open. It's like fun, have fun with it. No judgment. Come on, down. it was like a like soup plantation. Yeah, it was great. And I don't know if I've ever seen it anywhere else like that. Come on yeah. down and pump it up, fatty. But it's also free. Do your dance, Andre. Do your dance. 
Yeah, that's that's those were the days when Andre would go to Fuddruckers with his pockets lined with Ziploc bags. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have to pretend that I spilled something and then to create a diversion, you yep. just start pumping those pockets. I would just bring in like a cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like a an eighteen gallon cooler mm-hmm. and just start pumping. I just a bowl of chili. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I made I made chili. I would I just get popcorn to, from the movie theater to finish it. Walk it into the Fuddruckers. Do a couple squirtles on top, and oh. then get back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Okay, let's Pretty talk about... Um, where can we... What else is there, honestly? Mm. Feels like I've been doing this for two hours. We have a little no, bit of time, I'm guys. I'm having fun. I'm having fun, mean? too. It's just like, whoa. I'm just, I'm, I think I'm starting to crash, you guys. That's my deal. Oh. Yeah. You're Fair. crashing. Mm-hmm. Go on. Um, um, New Year's. So New Year's happened since the last time we potted, right? Or no? No. No. That was post-New Year's. Okay. Post-9-11, post-New Year's was our last podcast. Where did we go with my mom? Oh, did we talk about the... Oh, we talked about it because that was my We talked about thing. it? Yeah. Stuart, you've been gone for a while. I mean, I, I have some some notes, I think. I left my <laughs> notes at my house. I'm sorry. I've been uh, tonight, I'm going to the new restaurant. Oh, that's what we're going to talk Kismet. about. Kismet. That's it. That's oh, it. Oh, nice. Um, it's the people who do... What's that falafel place? Uh, they do... Mm-hmm. At Grand Central yeah, Market, Grand Central Mad Market. Capra, Mad Capra, and, but and John and Vinny. But they, so it, I saw photos. It and it's the same designer who did John and Vinny's that kind of like long layout. It's like John and Vinny's is more wood, <coughs> mm-hmm. right? Finishes is like more a white finish. It looks great. It's more blonde. Yeah, blanche. Where do you know where it is downtown? This isn't downtown. It's, it's oh, where, it's uh, where Mother Doe used to be. Mother Doe in right what? by right by your house. That's my hood, baby. And it's open from like 8 to 11. I just I'm going to have to like... Yeah. I'm just going to pull up in the scout and honk while you're eating. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m.? Those are yeah. bad hours. It's crazy. I mean, Not if you want to You eat. mean 11 p.m.? <clears throat> Thank you. I'm just messing about. Jerk. Uh, it, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, it does look I'll good. see how it goes. I have a 6.30 res, which is a little early for your so boy. Is it, is it it's resi? You got to make the resi? This right is now, this well. So. It's it's like a friends and family soft opening thing. So, oh, okay. Even no, though I'm not sure. friends with any of them. Eight to ten, forty five seater. I'm looking at the specs. Why don't you uh, come over for a drink after or before if you feel like it? Ooh, it's so close. It is so close. Oh, oh, I'm looking at the inside. It looks nice. I like it. It's pretty. I went to Destroyer again mm-hmm. for breakfast mm-hmm. yeah, a few days did. ago. Yeah, you did. Um, with Ari from Alma and Flynn, who's like the Teenage chef phenom person. Oh, uh, yeah, huh? Who I'm going to podcast with tomorrow, I think. Oh, yeah, de- definitely don't have him on your food podcast. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, I can't double dip. It wouldn't make sense to do two podcasts in a row. He's a chef, dude. This makes no sense. To do, to do a podcast with him uh, for an hour and then the very next day have him come over to my house again to do another podcast for No, to an have hour? him not be on the food podcast. I'm going to do the one where I get paid money for. Oh, okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. I, thought, you're, I thought it was Tall Tales. Where I, I lose like, the money for. Why is he on Tall Tales? No, 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 he no. He should be on this. No, if you get paid, you take him wherever you want. Uh, he, he's in town because he did a, a pasta dinner with, with Oh, is that Ari. what you went to? I went to that on, fr- on Saturday. Yeah, you said it was shit. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there was... It was uh, very good. They had these Dungeness crab... Kind of like a tortellini situation going on with some with some fresh 
Brunois grapefruit and some fennel frond. Obviously, you can get real so nice. That sounds great. So obviously, you can get Dungeness crab now because they pushed the season again this year because yeah. the waters were so toxic. Oh, really? They delayed the opening of the season, which is just so scary. We crabbing like, out here. Oh, the ocean's too dirty for you to pull crabs up right now. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, there's some. Oh, and you went also to. Well, sorry. Do you well, want to finish up about any of this stuff? I got one. Mm-hmm. No, but he ordered everything vegetarian at Rafi Kebab, like a vegetarian Uh, baller, and had some new discoveries. Yeah, man. Rafi... uh, We were on the come up because we had some snacky leftovers right before we started. My beloved Persian restaurant that I've been going to for a long time now. Had a birthday or two there even. That's how much you love it. Usually I always get the chicken kubide kebab, which is like ground chicken. It's it's so juicy and flavorful, more so than the beef. But then I went with my friend who's vegetarian, so we just ordered everything that's vegetarian. And then I, I ordered the the rice that is made with sweet and sour cherries and I think some cinnamon, so the rice gets dyed a pink color. It's, and then that sweetness kind of cuts through. I mean, it doesn't sound good or the kind of thing that I would want to eat, sweet rice. <laughs> but then it, it, it contrasts the kind of rich... Fatty, carby, juicy flavors of like yogurt and meat and breads and, and bread. It was awesome when they're all dancing together in the mouth. It's so nice. Yeah, we get it fresh. We should just. Oh, well, I was gonna say I can imagine how awesome it really is because leftover rice is not very good to me. Mm-hmm. You and, could just you and could it still it. tasted great. Oh, yeah, you can reheat it. I'm just saying it's like, crazy it's how never better leftover how like Persian rice. I feel not. like Persians have perfected rice more than anyone. The way they cook their rice is insane. Yes, yeah, it's pretty damn. But good. it also takes like six hours. Yeah, they, they. I mean, they put a lot of work into it, but they they wash it seven times. There's like a towel inside to keep moisture. It's like there's all kinds. Yeah. Like they have the maybe they do it the best. I agree, but I feel five. like it's also the most complicated process of cooking sure. rice, and that's what makes it better. Yeah, Let's see what Jiro has it. to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the sushi. It's it's a little different. I mean, obviously, it's a lot different. But yeah, sushi rice by a sushi man. A lot of work goes into that sushi too. Sushi man. But that one is that one. Less is more though. That one's kind of a lot of technique, and this one is a little bit more of procedural. Is insane. Uh, yeah, kind of. So yeah, crazy. The steps are gnarly. In, it, more of a, I don't know what the word for it, but yeah, like had bolder flavors. And the way, and, and then when you when you cook the rice, you build the rice into like a pyramid shape, mm-hmm. and then the bottom has like the crispy crispy bits, and then yeah, you put the towel over the top, and then the condensation gets trapped up there instead of. Dipping back down and yeah, the, my my dad is good friends with a couple and um and she's Persian and she cooks like she's the one who will like just spend two days making one dinner for like a family to vi- a friend to visit just mm-hmm. goes does the whole thing mm-hmm. um, and she's an incredible cook I've had some of her food and my dad loves Tadik and and he sat with her Tadik Tadik. And he sat there with her for like five hours while she made it, and he was like, I had no idea it was that hard, or like that specific to make. I guess not that hard, specific. Like, I've tried to make it before, failed miserably every time. You can't cut corners, huh? No, it's like so. it's washing the rice so many different times, and all these things you do to it, it's and like real... you describe the pyramid, and like the towel, and like just knowing when it's right. And like it was, That's he a long was very video. impressed. Mm-hmm. It's, I would love to figure out how, to, and I've tried to figure out how to make it. Never worked. 
and then just like and and it's never the same as just like getting a bunch of rice and and flattening it into a pancake and then pan frying it. It doesn't get the same nope. effect where you kind of get like a peanut brittle esque where the rice just fuses into one and well because like when you get can't stop crunching it when you get bimbimbap like in a nice hot stone pot even then it's like you know they're just f- putting into the hottest stone and oil and it's still it gets crispy and nice but not like that not like that that's five hours baby uh, what were you gonna say Steve? so there's jason you said there was the roberta's pop-up right now i don't know if you've mentioned on the pod before in culver city i went by there maybe yesterday i took the train <clears throat> just to go i don't know read a book on my day off hey. it was real nice nice and i stumbled on be this nice whole, to you you deserve it i did thank you i appreciate that i stumbled on a whole new like outdoor mixed-use space called Platform. There's like an Aesop there and like a Llewellyn uh, ice cream place. and is that where Cannibal is? Cannibal's in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. I guess I'd never been. I, I wouldn't have I've been, been except your brother took me to it. I've you know. been on the other side of it a million times because the train is right there. I think I just, I've just missed and it. And there's nice coffee in there, right? Yeah, there's Isn't a blue there? bottle there's in there. There's a blue bottle, that's what it is, yeah. And there's this little out your or out your court area. Courtyard area, good Lord. The Courier? Courier. Courtyard area <laughs> with a big old pizza oven. What? And but they're only from Thursday to Sunday, like eleven to nine. The Roberta's pop up. So Roberta's cool. is like my favorite pizza, basically. It's delicious. But instead I so went to cute. the mini version of Chipotle called Loki. L O C Q U I. And it was pretty good. Well, this whole, what was it like? So they called it what I ordered a mocajete. It's a mm-hmm. it's basically just it. like the, the, the Chipotle bowl. Mm-hmm. Like I had uh, like cremini mushrooms sliced on a mandolin with like cumin and what and not you know, I'm not really certain what else but it's like salty savory cilantro rice like really fresh pinto beans which I kind of like but I like my pinto beans gonna be like extra seasoned but I do appreciate like a really simple it almost looks like they just heated them right out of the can mm. they're really fresh ooh I've got a bean thing that was going good. on right now and then just like guac and chips and salsa and it was good I gotta say it's pretty damn good. Okay. Was I that, try was it. that or sweet green? Sweet green had the gnarliest line. It was just so intense. Was right. Like, Hi. I when I walked green. in, I was like, "Oh my god, get me the fudge brownie out of here!" This is just <laughs> there. You go. It was so intense, man. Sweet green is like it's like that customer service on eleven thing that I don't that like. You know yeah. too. Salad or bowl. Concept. I like it. It looked, but it is it like looked good. But I walked it does in. have a it does have a uh, what do you call it a Pinkberry vibe. It was to it a hella little. too much in there. It was extra as all get out. Not not for yeah. Me. Culver City that area. Mm-hmm. I can picture it. Yeah, there's sweet greens oh, all over the place. It. Yeah, and their branding is like a lot of like Beyonce quotes and things that I'm just like, come on, man. Just so trash. Just make the freaking food, dude. Sweet greens. So is I made trash. it. Made, greens sick. I made a discovery. Sweet greens. Trash. True that. About refried beans. Oh, good. I need some bean info. <laughs> I, I experimented a little bit, and I love refried beans, and I love what you can do to them. But when you get them in the can, I've never really made like real refried beans from scratch, or I don't know how you would even do that. I mean, I could look at a recipe, but I don't know like the traditional method. Oh, it's right? you, just, you just cook beans, and then you smush them with a... Smush them, and then fine. And add some fat to it, salt, right. onion, garlic. Fine. So... I usually just like get them out of a can when I'm doing that and try to like jazz them up, zhuzh them up a little bit, right? <laughs> and the texture's never comfy. The texture's never where I want it to get. Like, like, kind of like a like what a texture chi- do you want? Like a chicken get? a la brasa place where you get like a quarter chicken, and you get beans, and you get rice, and that those beans are always like this Silken. crazy 
silken, whatever. But it's you hard. know, it's not somebody making it like from like the studied with the you know like a Michelin starred chef that's doing this wildness. So I ordered a bag of freeze dried refried beans like you would go camping with, and they came out perfect the way I wanted it. Freeze dried, yeah. You just add boiling water and stir for five minutes, and it was like. The exact texture I've been looking for. When what is this texture? Can you describe it to me? Yeah, what are the ingredients? It's in like freeze dried. Just beans. Just beans. This is like beans. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No, Weird. no chemicals. It's all process, and it's just like this paste, this perfect fine mm-hmm. paste. So you want it? Is it? How's the soupiness of it? Not like as soupy as you want, but it doesn't yeah. have like flux. So you want it to be not. So you want it to be very smooth there's a and grit, not chunky. Like, there's a gritty, yeah. There's exactly. like a grittiness to like Rosarita refried beans that never, that they, no matter what I do to them, whether like I cook them just as is or I add ah. things to them, there's like a kind of slight grittiness like where they, they never get perfectly silky smooth. And these, re, these freeze dried beans do. So you want it to be silky smooth? No chunks? No, no not like... So I'm fine with like a little bit of skins or or a little bit of texture to it, <laughs> but it's like all right, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but it's like somehow this is just the exact texture I really like, and we're, and you and you just were, was like, hey, you how do things? I do this? I'm just going to order freeze dried refried beans on the okay. internet. You want to know this story? I'll are they, give you no, the, are they called? You freeze, want the inside baseball? Are they called freeze dried pinto? Here's Ooh. the deal. Freeze dried, refried. Okay. No, what are they called? No. There was there was in my right, in my building, my twelve unit condo building. There's like a communal mail room area. You and stole them. I stole them. <laughs> and, there, and there was um like there was a bulk mailer that said like to so and so in like to blank in apartment twelve or current resident. Yeah. And I was like, there's a good chance they're not going to make these. Like they didn't order them. Like it was just given out in junk mail. It was like a small package of. I don't know what brand, like... Um, How do you sleep at night? So I was like, you know what? I've got a food podcast. These are my now. Offense, isn't it? Yeah. So I grab them. You're going to write these beans off, too, And they're freeze-dried, and they were exactly that. So then I went on to Amazon and ordered a bunch of... Like, ordered a box of freeze-dried... But the package I got had a bunch of chemicals in it, right? Oh. And it was fine. It tasted uh, good. But the texture was the point. It's like, this is the texture. Interesting. Uh, so then I ordered the, the camping freeze-dried... Um, refried mm-hmm. beans and you know added some cumin and some onion and a little garlic and a little dicey tomato and cooked them down and they were awesome you get Santa Fe brand what was that what brand you get Santa Fe what the, is it like a bulk let me see this guy I'm the, I, I looked him up I got the app no no no, no. I'll find it I'll find it it's like, were they affordable compared to canned oh refried beans oh my god you get like a five pound bag for like seven dollars that you could that you that lasts like a year of eating beans Ooh, a lot of like okay, so a lot of the God Amazon is just great. A lot of the reviews got it got like five star (laughs) reviews from a ton of people. Some of them were doomsday preppers. Some of them were campers. Mm -hmm. Some of them were people that are just trying to save money. They're like these beans are so much cheaper per thing. Whatever, whole mix of people coming together over freeze dried beans. We have invented a new sub genre. Mm -hmm. And if you you know what would be really good on them. A little, Bojangles. A little Bojangles. Yeah. Freeze-dried, refried beans. It's a mountain hot chow chow. Andre is the, uh, he's the webmaster and moderator of Reddit backslash r backslash freeze-dried, dried refried bean. beans. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, There's three of us. Not a big group, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the few, the proud. The two of you join will be up to a nickel. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, we'll see. A lot of good info in there. Lastly, um, did we read the Pete Wells review of Local? No, it's probably I, the hottest piece of food news out in the last couple of weeks. I skimmed it. I read the retort by somebody. I need. I haven't dug in because I like. I just Jonathan wanted to, Gold. I wanted to spend no. time with it. Like I want to see. I want to spend like an hour reading the review and then all the responses. No, I did read it. I heard I a little piece on NPR about it. I did read most. Mm-hmm. Of it. He just uh, he said nothing's edible there, right? No, he didn't say that. He no, didn't no, say no. that. No, it's really honestly. I here's my thing because I actually read most of it. It's not like the worst thing ever. It's not the worst thing it's ever. It's not as really bad as the not. Guy Fieri. It's like Guy Fieri got a no, worse no, review. Not at all. Guy Fieri no. way okay, worse. Okay, okay. I, I pictured like Guy Fieri level like destruction. Not at all. He he's he sort of said that everything was bad in a roundabout what way eggs. by saying the only thing he did like was the bun that was made by the Tartine guy. Yeah. Um, this is the Oakland one, by the way. This isn't the one down right. here. He, I think he had a lot of good points to it, and even though it was pretty messed up, I guess to. Have a zero star review for a restaurant that's trying to like have a positive outlook on a community and and begin the the groundworks and discussion of how we're going to fix yeah. obesity in the lower income neighborhoods and no all but, that stuff and then just really handing them giving people jobs. But what do you guys think? What do you, I mean? Look, a zero star review in some ways is better than like a two star review if it's out of five. Because and because it starts a conversation and there's a there mm-hmm. is a huge conversation behind local mm-hmm. like like oh why is, and what does it do and and you start hearing about all the things that it's attempting yeah um, as as kind of a food restaurant movement sort of or at least kind of like an ethos behind a business and so I feel like if it got five stars it, it's almost almost going to get as many people at zero stars to be like well I'm going to try it I got to mm-hmm. try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, maybe not, but in my brain, I'm like, it's got, I mean, two stars, you're just like, forgettable. Kind but of like zero stars and all this controversy, you're like, oh, I sh- I'm going to need to try this once. And then yeah. you'll probably be like, oh, it's pretty good. Very similar to how the uh, Adam Sandler film The Cobbler. After reading the negative Rotten Tomato reviews, I was like, I had to see it. And then when I saw it, not too bad. Totally sober when you saw it, huh? Not that bad. I, I was. Awful ending. No. Yeah. No gummies? I didn't like it. I may have had a gummy. There you go. Uh, unclear. But, you know, if you took enough gummies, you don't remember it. <laughs> but there was, he had some good points, and, like, I'm sure the food there is not that great. I know. I'd have to go. I mean, I've been to the one in L.A. It was, it's fine. It was good. Well, the point is, like, it, the, I mean, I think the point, the, co- the cost point, the, the, the level of, of experience of the people that they're hiring to work there. Exactly. It's not trying to give you the best meal of your life. That's mm-hmm. so far not the point. <coughs> yeah, it's like having something local, sustainable, well sourced at a price point that people in lower economic, challenged neighborhoods mm-hmm. can exist in. So it's not like you can eat a better version of McDonald's, afford to do it, mm-hmm. and hopefully maybe learn something from the experience. Because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of there's not as much food education as there should be in all those areas. Yeah. I've got the. I mean, there's a reason yeah. they call them food deserts. You know, this is like a this is a very legitimate thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're uh, yeah. 
And it's smart. They have the truck, which is funny that they started with a brick and mortar, not a truck, because Mr. Choi is known to start with the truck. I mm-hmm. did. I mean, now they, and it's. I think the truck is is working out fine for him. I had produced a piece on this guy Ron Finley, who's done a TED talk, who is like an. He calls him himself an urban gangster farmer, where he's in Compton, um, and he started growing fruits and vegetables on the sidewalk. For everybody to have, anybody could come, anybody could come work at it, anybody could plant. He got arrested because somehow it was like illegal for him to plant edibles. You could plant like a tree or a cactus, but you can't plant food. Mm-hmm. And so that ended up getting the laws changed in LA where you can do that now. But his whole conversation about like South Central is like, this is like, it's a food prison, is his term. It's not a desert, it's a food prison because you're trapped inside of this. Mm-hmm. You are stuck. There is food. But it's McDonald's, and it's this, and it's that, yeah. and it's just like... So I, I think, you know, what Local's doing is, like, to judge it on the scale of someone attempting a Michelin star as opposed to somebody trying to hit that price point and also hit that level of health, it's like, that's, that's two different conversations. It's comparing, like, mm-hmm. a bicycle to an airplane and being like, which one's more fun to get to New York to L.A. on? Right, right, You're right. like, plane? Mm-hmm. I don't know, and but but I don't know. Maybe he just had really. Maybe it was a really off day when he went to go eat. True, but uh, I th- I think they looked at it as a little bit of a f- uh, a healthy push to maybe do a better job with the food. Who knows? Or 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 he expected more out of two people who are known for making food that everybody likes to eat. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, and but, they were but, saying that it's that where it is isn't really the craziest of food deserts. Right, the I, don't anything, one is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I said the Oakland one is not really. It's a, like a there's food plenty desert. of there's like right. other good places sure. to eat adjacent to it, as opposed to the one in Watts, where it's, I mean, it's just right across the street from a high school. Um, but I mean, it's like again, yeah, fine. If you want to think about it as Roy Choi, you know, being the chef that he is, but it's like, you know, what costs a lot more to eat at Pot or Commissary, like. It's again. It's like it's a. There's a bit of you. You get what you pay for to an extent. Where it's like if you're gonna p- compare yep. that restaurant to commissary, mm-hmm. it's like no, no. Or what's DC Patterson? Make Francisco sure you pot. don't eat it at pot. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> it is expensive. Though. That's the good point. It is. A, it is very expensive. Um, all right, guys. Best thing we ate all week. I I'll start it off. Um, it was. It involved Rafi, the the Persian restaurant, but in in leftovers, I made a uh, a Persian burrito. Uh, Ooh, Le- daddy! Lavash bread. Love love an off brand burrito. Mm. One of my favorite things in the universe. Lavash bread, and then their pinto beans, mm-hmm. just yeah, kind of stewed pinto beans that had like a kind of like, like a charred onion flavor, a little tomato, maybe some curry. I don't know what it is, but cold. Cold pinto beans, but I, I warmed it up. Um, I just took I just took the piece of lavash, painted a stripe of pinto beans, painted a stripe of kashke bedam june, which is cooked down eggplant with whey and crispy onions, and then a stripe of most musir, which is super thick yogurt with minced shallot. So just three stripes of that on the lavash bread, put it in the oven for five minutes. And then fold it up like a burrito, and it was it was just like a real nice like bean and cheese with sour cream and onion kind of vibe. So that sounds so you had a good. Baked burrito? 
That sounds so on good. On the Vosh. Nice. There was a place in San Francisco that was famous for their, guy. their Indian food burritos. Those are good mm-hmm. stuff. Like in a naan. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a wrap. It, it really like, works, dude. And it's I just like, it was good. one of my favorite things the to eat. I don't know why they closed. The yogurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a really good combo. We make them at work a lot. I love like, the off-brown burrito. They're really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like chana in there. Mm-hmm. And the lentils. Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as we finish this podcast, I can make one for you guys. Okay. Uh, um, Stewie, great. best thing you had all week? I had the burger from the Burger Merger, which was Burger Lords and oh, yeah. Wax Papers collab, and it was the Larry Mantle. I said I went with three vegetarians, and I've been trying not to eat meat, but I, I was like, you know what? I think I really got to try this mantle because I worked at Burger Lords. I know is it the same mantle from Wax Paper Brick and Mortar. Yeah, or was it was it juice? Or yeah. their collab? I mean, it's essentially yeah. the same. Yeah, so. There, yeah, the veggie version is the Ira Glass, which is like the California hippie sandwich. And, so good. And, 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 and look good. And I eat so many of those, and I don't eat a whole lot of Ira, I don't know, of the Larry Mantles. Because yeah. when, when I go, I can't not get the Ira. Mm-hmm. Same, so, same. Yeah, I have a hard time not getting it, but I've had a Larry Mantle, and it's very good. It's super good. And it was fantastic. So they warmed the, the – they have herb bologna, and they, they heated that on the plancha. And then it's uh, herbed bologna. Herbed bologna. And then the pecorino is with uh, it's got like some really thick cracked black pepper. Uh, there's this wonderful oregano vinaigrette, the Burger Lord's bun, and the patty. It was just so. There, so there was. It a was burger so patty. tangy. There yeah, it's a burger. It's a burger. Super tangy, nice and tart. Uh, there's. The lettuce is, is shredded, which I love shredded lettuce on a burger. So mm-hmm. it's shredded. It's almost like lettuce you turn into a slaw with the, with the vinaigrette and then the pecorino on top of that. And it's just – it wasn't simple because I'm describing a lot of things, but it was just like – it was – had like such delicious vinegar bite in conjunction with the fat patty. The fat – it was just – it was – Okay. Bazam. And that is a thing that you cannot order anymore because it's not available anymore. But check it out on Instagram. You can look at photos of it or you can just make one yourself at home. We just told you how to just do go it. Just go, go to Wax Paper. Get just a little mantle. Yeah, go to Wax Fry Paper burger. in Frogtown. Bring a, bring a cooked burger patty in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> and they will uh, make one for you. Ask them to stop doing whatever they are to heat up your burger patty that you brought with you. Mm-hmm. See if they can just stop the line for five minutes to get that thing nice and warm. Yeah. Look, the odds are higher that they'll get that than they'll come to your house and have you, the listeners will have you make a burrito that you made at the house. So, mm. so there you go. And hopefully yeah. wax paper guys are listening to this right now Hi, in Peter. the restaurant. Yeah, Peter. Peter and Lauren. Hi, guys. What I know up? you're listening, They're Peter. great. If you guys haven't met them, please do. They're a ray of sunshine. They befriend everybody. Andre, yeah. best thing you ate all week? Um, our friend, Momo Wade, Mom. made me a little little snack dinner. Oh. Um, friend of the pod, Dano's fiance. Shout outs to you both. She said it was a Melissa Clark recipe, but it was Who's that? Uh, from New York, New York Times uh, cooking. Mm, got it. NY Time app, New York Times cooking app. Mm-hmm. She's great. I love her. Really super simple, very straightforward, solid, solid recipes. Kind of food wishes vibes. Okay. So it's like a great version of whatever you want to make. Um, and it was, you start, the way she described it was you take a few anchovies, you start frying them in oil and basically until they're, they're gone, they've disappeared in the oil. Mm-hmm. So you're never really getting like a full chunk. Mm-hmm. And then capers, garlic, lemon, lemon zest. Mm-hmm. And then you're just throwing in some chicken thighs, 
cooking them until they're done, crispy skin. Just pan-fried them? Yeah, just pan-fried. And it was one of those things where you, there's five ingredients. It was one of the, obviously I'm saying it, it was one of the best things I've eaten in a, in a while. You really wanted like a piece of crusty bread to drag through the olive oil and the chicken fat and the, yeah, yeah. the fried capers. It was yeah. really bright and salty and briny and lemony, citrusy. It was just a really outstanding piece of chicken. No shit. Loved it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the recipe and definitely make it. It might be a daily driver. You just told us so the much. recipe right now, sweetie. Well, I mean, I would, like to see, I would like to see exactly the, the recipe that she played off of and see if I would change it or whatever. But mm-hmm. it was just such a I – I can picture it being ready in 20 minutes. Everybody loves it. People are sopping bread. Mm-hmm. You have a really nice – uh, like red wine vinegar salad, mm-hmm. maybe a roast veg with nothing on it, mm-hmm. like like asparagus, just a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of lemon, just like to because it's it's a heavy it's it, it's another one of those things. Probably a lot of oil. Well, that's the thing is it's as heavy as you want it to be, right? Oh. You can pull the skin off, you can kind of like not drag it through a bunch of oil as you Ooh. pull it out, or you can spoon some of that oil on top, or like I said, dip bread into the oil, like paste it. It's it's as nasty as you want to be. And I like that in a Much dish. like Two Life Crew. Yeah. I like that option. I like the option as well. I don't know if it was born in the USA, though. Or banned in the USA, sorry. It was not born in the USA. This is very much an Italian dish. Banned. But it does banned. have a parental advisor sticker on the front of the chicken. <laughs> and it's thong bikinis. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Thanks, Momo. Thank you for listen. listening to she this podcast, listen. everybody. She might listen. Eh, probably not. I'll tell her to. Who knows? Uh, another great pod in the books. It, honestly... It did feel like a very long podcast, didn't yeah. it? I have to pee real bad. Follow me on social media at them jeans under Conoparos. No social media. Chris is at Stewie Stewart. Get out. Tall Tales Podcast is my other website. This is the stewpodcast.com where all the episodes live. Thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.